Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio and Affiliate Networks. This episode is brought to you by Health Innovation Media, monitoring and informing the journey to a sustainable healthcare economy. Welcome, everyone. I'm Greg Masters, the producer and co-host of the show. And in the virtual studio today is my colleague, Fred Goldstein, principal co-host and co-founder here at Pop Health Week. Hey, Fred. Hello, Greg. Happy Fourth of July. And a happy post Fourth of July to you. How was the celebration in Jacksonville? It was it was really fantastic. Thank you. And how about San Diego? Uh, no 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 complaints here. It's always awesome. So, for those of you not familiar with Fred, he is a veteran healthcare executive and the president of Accountable Health LLC, a Jacksonville, Florida-based consulting firm and the past chair and current board member of the Population Health Alliance, also known as PHA. Fred is known on Twitter as F.S. Goldstein. His experience spans hospital and health system administration, HMO general management, and is the founder of a disease management company. My background includes thought leadership and strategy consulting for hospitals, health systems, Capitated Medical Groups, IPAs, PHOs, and the Enabling MSOs. I publish and principally author ACOWatch.com, HealthInnovationMedia.com, and most recently laying a stake in the ground of Precision Medicine via PrecisionMedicine.center. Please follow me on Twitter via health, to, to health Guru. Today, we continue coverage of issues in the emerging population health space including evidence-based best practices with key thought leaders, innovators, academicians, and best-in-class vendors. <clears throat> best-in-class vendors. <laughs> our spe- and our special guest today is Tom Chamberlain, PharmD, the founder and CEO of a company called EdLogics. Tom has more than 30 years of experience designing innovative educational programs and population health initiatives for healthcare organizations and the pharmaceutical industry. Leveraging his experience building innovative healthcare organizations from startup to maturity, Dr. Chamberlain brings a wealth of knowledge and insight into the design and development of highly effective consumer engagement solutions for the healthcare industry. EdLogics is an education company that provides innovative health education and learning management solutions to employers, health plans, healthcare providers, and government entities. Through interactive game-based learning, multimedia educational programs, innovation gamification strategies, and rewards for educational achievement, EdLogics is transforming the way consumers learn about health. The EdLogics platform makes learning fun and engaging, measures learning comprehension, improves health literacy, 
and empowers consumers to take greater responsibility for managing their health. So with that abbreviated introduction, Fred, help us get to know our guest, Tom Chamberlain, and the EdLogix platform. Thanks so much, Greg, and Tom, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you very much, Greg and Fred. Yeah, it's fantastic to have you on. Just uh, for full disclosure, to let the audience know, I am an advisor to EdLogix, and I've known Tom for quite a while, so it's really a pleasure to get you on, Tom. Um, and obviously, you've got this really long history as a PharmD. Talk a little bit about your background and how that form EdLogix. You're an entrepreneur at heart, I believe. Yeah, sure. As Greg mentioned in my background, I've uh, got a number of years uh, designing and building innovative companies from startup to maturity and uh, have built companies that have really focused on medication adherence, driving clinical outcomes, improving cost effectiveness for healthcare organizations. And I've, I've kind of built and, and uh, sold a few different companies along the, along the way, but really felt that uh, the, uh, the need for a, a real good consumer education platform was going to be a good opportunity for EdLogix. So four years ago, I embarked on starting EdLogix, and uh, uh, we're excited about the opportunity that we have. So my background really is uh, using, using the web and innovative uh, technologies to build innovative uh, programs and services that really are in need for the marketplace. So one of the big issues that the that face, and it comes up all the time, and you always see people here talking about it, but we're developing solutions for it has been a little less than optimum, is this idea of health literacy. Um, and we had Governor Tommy Thompson on last fall talking some about health literacy, and he's uh, chair of the board of EdLogix. To give the audience for some of the issues faced with health literacy and how the EdLogix platform assists in improving that area. Sure. If you look at the definition of health literacy, which is the degree to which individuals have the capacity to obtain, process, and understand basic health information and services that are needed to make appropriate health decisions, we know that low health literacy impacts millions of people uh, in the country. And in fact, uh, it's estimated that there's 90 million Americans that are at risk for preventable health problems because they have difficulty understanding basic health information. And we also know through published reports that low, the cost of low health literacy is estimated uh, to be as high as $238 billion annually to the U.S. economy. And uh, this, is, this is really coming from increased emergency room visits, hospitalization, less you know, compliance with treatment regimens, including medications and drug therapy, and higher mortality rates. So we know we have a major problem, and if we can really get, I look at health literacy as as really the, the the main core problem that we're dealing with. If we can put a dent and improve consumers' understanding of health literacy, which is more than just understanding uh, common costly medical conditions, but also how they navigate the healthcare system. So that's what we've set out to do: is to simplify health information and enable individuals with various learning styles and reading abilities to really understand uh, the importance of managing their uh, and participating in, in their care and, um, and focusing on, uh, as I mentioned, health-related topics, understanding how to manage common uh, chronic conditions where the, where the cost of the healthcare system really reside. As much as 86% of every dollar is really focused on chronic conditions 
And if we can help individuals play a better role in understanding their role in managing their chronic conditions and then understanding better how to navigate the healthcare system, we think we can have a major dent on improved outcomes and improved cost effectiveness of care. You talked about this uh, this idea of of um, different learning and how does address that, and what are some of the features in there for that? Yeah, I, you were cutting out, Fred. I'm not sure your your, your mic is cutting out a little bit. Uh, Greg, are you having a hard time hearing Fred? I'm, yes, I'm hearing a little bit of a breakout with Fred. So yeah, so, so if you could repeat that, that would be great. Hopefully this is better. So you had talked about individuals having different learning styles and different ways they they uh, gather information or, or can best cite uh, that information. How does the platform do that or deal with some of those differences that individuals have? So what we do is that we, we've designed a, a program. So we've, we, we know that there's a lot of content out there. Some of that content is not trustworthy. Um, it's it can be dangerous. So what we've done is taken good quality approved content, UREC approved content from some of the leading vendors, and we work with academic medical centers, and we take that content and build it into a an educational experience that's easy for a consumer to understand. We 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 go through a lot of uh, put a lot of attention into making sure that the the information we present is in the appropriate literacy level. And it's important that we make, make learning fun and interactive and, and we use, you know, educational multimedia capabilities. So we take good content that's the appropriate level of literacy, literacy and it's much more than just reading articles. It has, to be, uh, it has to be fun and engaging. So we do that through multimedia educational programs. We do it through game-based learning where we have fun, engaging games where they can learn. We have games like beat the clock and drag and drop and health match where we can compete against another individual in, in our employer population, for, for instance. And so we, we blend good quality content, make sure it's the appropriate literacy level, and then we make it fun and engaging and easy to understand. So we can, we can address that issue of, of individuals that have different learning styles and reading capabilities. And we, we put that in a format and then we incentivize them so that they're incentivized to learn and, and achieve uh, the various levels of, of educational achievement. And so that's kind of the focus that we, we try to do is make sure that we have good quality, evidence-based information that's easy to understand, and we incorporate gamification principles in it as well. And gamification would include leaderboards and badges and points. And, uh, and other kinds of incentives to make learning fun and, and people are competing with each other. And some of the incentives that we build into our platform are based on participation and engagement with the platform. And the more they participate, the, the higher their odds of winning incentives and cash prizes. So the important thing is make it easy and fun and uh, incentivized. Yeah, and you brought up an interesting point. You know, first off, obviously, the key is to have validated good content for an individual 
so they know they can trust this and, and they're being provided with the right information. But but second, you mentioned you know bringing in this content and then making it engaging and gamified. And I know the site obviously is beautiful and people can see that when they go to the website itself for Logic at Logics.com. But this this idea of gaming and 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 taking all of these different conditions that we want someone to know about and making it into a game. Can you talk about, I know there's data on utilization of those games and how much people play these games. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Actually, our, our research uh, and our assessments of the, uh, the user experience, the games are by far the number one way that we educate consumers. We have one customer, uh, which is uh, Allegheny County, which has 7,000 employees. And out of uh, uh, the entire population, we have a billion, 1 billion 46 million points. And about 900 plus million points come from game-based learning. Uh, another, another client that we have that has, uh, you know, several million points with 90% uh, of the, of the, uh, the points being achieved are coming through game-based learning. So the important thing is, is that we incorporate good quality evidence, evidence-based information and, and convert it into games that are going to be engaging for all population, for all ages, whether it be a millennial or a 65-year-old uh, individual that has very little experience playing games. But we've made it easy and fun and used games that, uh, that really uh, – entice the individual to learn and um, and that's really been our, our secret sauce is using game-based learning and then incorporating gamification with leaderboards and points and badges to support uh, the game-based learning. Right. And for those who still want to go through education modules, let's say, like a, a pre-assessment and then education around diabetes and then a post-assessment, it's also available in the platform, and those kind of results can be reported back on an aggregate basis to to employers, correct? Yeah. So, so in addition to the games, we have individuals that are very very engaged in our what we call our comprehensive learning modules, and those those really uh, include a baseline assessment to find out what is their baseline understanding of a particular condition like diabetes or asthma or COPD. And then we take them through a multimedia course. And then we do final assessments uh, on their, their understanding of the information presented in the course and, and in the games. And then we take that information and everyone gets a health GPA. So everyone on our site will have a, uh, health GPA on a 4.0 scale. So, so they, the higher the health GPA, the greater the incentive, you know, odds of them winning cash prizes. And so we also take that information and, and really look at um, uh, how we, how we really improving learning. And we know that we are improving learning uh, of individuals in, in one study we, uh, we looked at, we had a 46% increase in sleep health knowledge. Uh, in uh, in one of our clients, the population. That was a press release that went out a, set, a few months ago by Highmark, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, and and Remworks. Uh, we we know from our data that 100% of the users improved their score from pre-course baseline assessments to post-course final assessments, and that their perceived knowledge increased based on subjective uh, input from the users. 
And then we also have not only are we demonstrating that we're improving knowledge and making populations smarter, but we also have data that shows that, for example, 79% of our users state that they'll change their behavior based on the information presented, or 82% that the, the information presented covered topics that they didn't know about previously. So we're, we're showing that we're making individuals smarter from baseline to final assessments, and the subjective information is very much in line with that. But our holy grail is to really look at outcomes data so we can really prove uh, clinical and economic outcomes based upon those individuals that are using our platform versus those that are not and seeing what the difference is in medical claims and pharmacy utilization and other outcomes criteria. Right. So so you'll have some good data a data warehouse behind all of this that will pull together large amounts of information from disparate sources to to put out reports that are valid for employers to understand what's going on with their employees in an aggregate level, obviously all HIPAA compliant. You touched on something er earlier on um, that not only does the platform have education around conditions and lifestyles and cancers and hot topics, but, but also um, I know there's this move to get uh, – consumers to better understand how a plan works so they use it right. Can you talk about some of that? Sure. You know, when we originally uh, set out to, uh, to uh, bring Logix to the marketplace, it was really focused on improving health literacy and, and educating consumers on, on costly common medical conditions. But what we found is uh, we were able to take our, our gamification strategies and our our educational uh, techniques to educate consumers on on areas of navigating the healthcare system and understanding their health benefits. So we now have outbound uh, capabilities to text and email and bring people in the platform to not only lo learn about medical conditions but also learn about and understand their benefits, uh, their health benefits, or to learn about the importance of uh, how telemedicine can save them time and money or the importance of participating in biometric screenings or health risk assessments. So we're educating consumers. We're incentivizing them to learn more about the navigating the healthcare system. What are the appropriate sites of care? And that's the real exciting part that we're able to do is really we see ourselves almost as a, a not an insurance policy, but an assurance policy, assuring that, individuals, the more they understand about navigating the healthcare system or the importance of population health initiatives, the more we can drive participation into those programs and the more we can help employers achieve the return on investment that they're expecting by implementing and making these, these great programs available to their population. The problem is the engagement is not there. So we see AdLogix and customers are really beginning to see us as as a platform that not only can help educate consumers, but can also drive individuals to participate in their other programs and services that they're making available to their employees. Yeah, that's a very important. As, as you look at consumers and, and getting engagement, the retail sector's done a ton of work in this area. I mean, they know how to get us to buy stuff. I know there's been some work with, uh, with uh, psychographic segmentation and things like that. How is that being integrated into the product? Yeah, that's, that's a, a great comment that I'm glad you asked about that because, 
healthcare has has pretty much been one size fits all, and uh, we've really not taken the retail strategy into the healthcare setting, and we're now seeing changes in that. And what EdLogix has done, we've partnered with a with I an think, organization Tom, called. We may have. Yes. Hello. Yes. Go Hello? ahead, Tom. Yeah. Did you lose me? We did. If you could re-answer that, would be great. Yeah, actually, sure. so we didn't we didn't lose Tom. We we lost you a little bit, Fred. Okay, thanks. He, Sorry. That's that's what I'm hearing. Okay. Tom, you're great. No problem. Okay, good. So I'll just continue on with that. But what we've done is partnered with uh, an organization that has expertise in what we call psychographic segmentation, and we can we can actually identify individuals by putting them into one of five different personas or categories like a direction taker or an act, act, active listener or a balance seeker or a priority jugular. And the more that we understand those individuals and what personas they, they uh, fit into, the more we can customize our outreach. And it starts with the registration process. It, we have five different registration emails and they're all customized to those various personas. So as we know someone like myself being a priority juggler, I have a particular uh, way that I'm going to be looking at a message, and I may be more interested in the health of my family than my own health. And so the message, including the imagery, will be customized to that individual persona. So we're taking psychographic segmentation to really identify individuals' particular needs and attributes and then customizing our outreach and our education to those individuals. That's great. It's really the next level of where people are going to. Everyone talks about engagement, but as you said, if you just have that one view, that one platform, I know hospitals, I always ask them, I say, you've got this portal. You're trying to get people to use your portal, but everybody gets the same message. Everybody sees the same page. And uh, and that really doesn't work for everybody because there are these different types of, of uh it's great to see this this information coming from the retail side that's been so successful with this and integrated into a platform. Who, Tom, are are most of the customers or the people that EdLogix is reaching out to in, in terms of trying to sell the product? Sure, I'll, I'll answer that. But let me just comment on what you just said, Fred, for one thing that I think is really important. We talked about upfront psychographic understanding and, and really having the attributes of that individual through personas. But we're also able to now personalize educational recommendations, and we just launched that with our latest release. So you mentioned everyone having a different platform experience. Uh, we, we now have the ability, based upon individual attributes on the onboarding process, I may be interested in colon cancer or uh, exercise or a particular category, if I, if I check off on my onboarding personal attributes, then our platform will deliver that kind of information, whether it be games, learning modules, articles, or other information that's specific to my requirements. But we also have the ability to uh, provide everyone important preventive screening recommendations that come out of the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force, and everyone will get any any individual that should be a candidate for a particular recommendation will get that. And then we can also look at an individual that's a male that's 50 years of age will get information about colonoscopy and colon cancer automatically. And so we have the ability to do that. And now we're, we're actually going to be able to bring in 
uh, based upon the health risk assessment and the biometric screenings. If an individual shows that they have metabolic syndrome based on their biometric screenings, we will, we will push personalized recommendations and educations on metabolic syndrome to that individual. So that's another level of beyond psychographic segmentation, just being able to personalize the educational experience and what we serve up to them. As far as the customers, your question was who we were, we're actually selling to. Our primary targets are, are self-insured employers and health plans. Uh, however, we're, we're seeing a lot of interest in the fully insured. So obviously self-insured employers want to educate their consumers to reduce their exposure and risk of, of out-of-control health care claims, medical claims. So that's a natural target for us as well as health plans. And um, we're getting more interest in the part of consumer groups, caregiver associations, and, and other groups that have an interest in improving health literacy of their constituencies. And we're also beginning to now go after the federal government, the VA, Medicare, other groups, Department of Defense, as targets. They all can use good, fun, engaging ways to educate their populations. And we've, we've been doing it through going direct to employers, but our primary mode of, of marketing and selling in this marketplace is to go through channel partners, whether it be insurance companies or companies that have large, uh, that have programs and services that they sell to the employer marketplace. It would be, you know, that could be wellness companies, biometric companies, HRA companies, and others. So that's our primary targets right now. And is Fred still there? I'm, I'm sorry. I lost you for a second there. Um, no problem. So, so I, I understand who the targeted sales is to. Where does that – Yeah, I'm losing Fred again too. I'd be coming down. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Fred, so... say that again. You, we, you went dark. Uh, my apologies. So uh, it's a very innovative group. I've met a large number of the employees at the organization at the company. Where does EdLogix go next? What are some of the, the things you're working on for the next the releases? So in our next releases, what we're, we're really going to be doing is uh, more personalization. Uh, we're going to be um, expanding our content. Uh, as we mentioned, we're going to be going after a lot of the where the, where the money resides in getting uh, truly improving health literacy involves, as we mentioned earlier, understanding health care and health content, but really going after site of care and driving engagement. We see ourselves cutting across an organization because we believe that uh, everyone's chasing engagement, but age engagement doesn't happen unless there's activation, and activation can't occur without education. So we think that the foundation of EdLogix being an education-based company will, we will be able to, you know, improve engagement, but ultimately what we're going after is empowering consumers. So we need to empower consumers to take on greater responsibility for managing the care. And we're going to do that by adding new content, additional content, new features and functionality that allows us to personalize the experience and then beefing up our analytics capabilities so that we can use the data to improve the, the educational experience. And then we're also the importance of scaling. 
and, and security. So we're investing significantly into our infrastructure and our, our IT ops area. So we have the ability to scale to large volumes with, with large insurance companies coming on board and the security that is also important and, and really having world-class capabilities on the back end. So it's really a combination of, of the technology, the security, as well as new features, functionality, and world-class content. Sounds like and we may have lost Fred again. <laughs> so yeah, Fred, let me Fred, ask Fred you Mike this. keeps kind of – go ahead. Um, what about the markets you're selling into? Are, are, you, are you targeting uh, ACOs or integrative delivery systems, health plans? Uh, where's your primary market? Yes. Yeah, so as I mentioned, our primary market are, are large self-insured employers and, and even small and mid-sized employers that we go through brokers and health consultants. So that's another channel partner. But um, we are getting more and more requests from ACOs. I'm glad you asked that, Greg. So the accountable care organizations who are, who are at risk are going are gonna, to – a prerequisite is going to be more educated uh, patients and consumers in their plans. So ACOs and, and health plans are going to be uh, a, a primary target uh, in the future. Right now, we're, we're actually not putting a focus on that because our core is the employer marketplace. But we are meeting with and presenting to the ACOs, and we'll be building out a product that might be a little bit unique to that population. But we think that that's going to be a big one as well. We're not going after the hospital systems as much right now because we got enough of an opportunity in this employer marketplace to really improve outcomes. Sounds like you got a pretty full plate there, Tom. I don't know if uh, Fred, you still with us? I think we were having a hard time with Fred. Yeah. (laughs) Could be those thunderstorms in uh, Jacksonville. Who knows? Anyway, Tom, uh, any, any final thoughts? Sure. Um, You know, just along the way of engagement, you know, probably the best thing that, you know, really uh, has got the attention of the healthcare consultants and brokers and employers is that our average engagement rate, registration rate is 48% with nine-minute average site times with an average GPA of 3.88. So we're we're getting great engagement. We're demonstrating that we're making populations smarter and, uh, and we're we're really excited about the outcomes that we're getting, and we only, we only hope to increase those. And just a comment that for those of you that might be attending Workplace Benefit Mania Conference that's taking place in Las Vegas on July 18th to the 20th, I'm going to be speaking out there with, uh, with uh, a partner of mine, uh, one of our customers actually, Karen Mueller, who's the Executive Vice President for Haran, which is a Cincinnati-based broker who's using the AdLogic's platform and marketing it to their employers as a key differentiator uh, in their in their um, prospective and current customers. And uh, the title of that program is closing the healthcare, excuse me, closing the health literacy and engagement gap through innovative gamification strategies. And what I hope we're able to do just on this brief 30 minutes is to give a little bit of a snapshot of where the market's going and educating consumers gamification and uh, game-based learning and innovative incentives. And we think this is a, a bright future for AdLogix. There's room for a lot of competitors as well. But uh, we're excited about what the market has, how they have responded to AdLogix, 
and we see nothing but uh, a bright future for what we're doing. And more importantly, our ability to help individuals um, deal with you know the increasing costs that they're that they're that they're dealing with through high deductible health plans. For the first time, individuals are really you know really caring about health care because they're paying for more. It's not like yeah. it was a few years ago uh, prior to yeah. Obamacare coming in, but we think there's a big there market is. there. Right. They just accelerated the high deductible health health plan movement for sure. Well, that'll have to be the last word for today's broadcast. Uh, I want to thank our special guest, uh, Tom Chamberlain, CEO of a company called EdLogix. Do follow them on Twitter via at EdLogix and check them out at the web at www.edlogix.com. So until we meet again on Pop Health Week, for my colleague, co-host, Fred Goldstein, this is Greg Masters saying bye now. Thank you, Greg. That was when I